Well, Ulysses, affordable tickets will be coming back to the TROP and a familiar face, a hometown kid, fails to get into the Hall of Fame again. Yes, uh, there's a lot to talk about. I think we're going to have some highs and lows on this episode, so let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. We are also accepting mailbag questions, lockdownrays at gmail.com to do that. All right, let's get right into it. Um, There has been uh, some dribs and drabs of Rays and baseball news lately. A lot to get to uh, on this week's slate of episodes. But first wanted to start out with this. Uh, The Rays will again be offering something pretty cool, and that is this. $10 tickets to all games. Uh, They will be offering $10 tickets to all games. At least a 1,000 of the $10 tickets will be available for each and every game and sometimes many more than a thousand will be available. Uh, As we know, the Rays uh, experienced a surge in attendance by Rays standards from uh, previous years in 2023. They drew 17,781 fans, the most on average since 2014, just for context purposes, 2022, they drew just 13,927. Also within Uh, The news release and the update there, uh, they are slightly moving back weeknight start times uh, from 6.40 p.m. to 6.50 p.m. But uh, I think the big thing is, uh, again, trying to get more butts in the seats and trying to make the game of baseball accessible to all in some shape or fashion uh, or to as many people as possible. I mean, you can barely get into a high school football game for $10 nowadays. No, I think it's a fantastic thing. Uh, You know, during the weekend, I met a couple of dudes that uh, just for the first time. And this story has a purpose, by the way. Uh, (laughs) They're big football fans. Huge. They're big, big bucks uh, fans. The, The subject of baseball came up. And both of them both of them who are complete like baseball casuals. Like I feel like if they can name three players, it would be a success. Yeah. They knew about the $10 tickets. Mm. They knew about the $10 tickets. This is a tremendous movement. The marketing scheme that, that the race have come up with, with the $10 tickets. Honestly, it's, it's, it's not only good for, you know, the baseball casual who might be disappointed that the, the bucks are, you know, doing what they're doing, even though it was a great win against the Panthers. But it's it's kind of, you know, more accessible to the families. Like, dude, yeah. if you have a family of like, let's say you have two kids, right? That's usually the the, the deal with, with families, right? You, you got, you know, brother, sister, 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 brother, brother, whatever it is. That's, that's a lot of money for one outing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, so now you're giving $40 just to get in the door. 
Dude, that is huge for a family. Yeah. And uh, the Rays are also looking to bring back uh, what they call the ballpark pass, where they set monthly or annual fees for standing room access to all games. And beyond or besides the, um, you know, just making games more affordable and accessible to all it it may just encourage those people that aren't really baseball fans that are just looking to try something different and lo and behold they might enjoy the experience of uh, a cheap date night or just wanting to try a new activity hey the weather's crappy outside you know afternoon showers or whatever let me go to a ball game for $10. It's only $10 if if you can find a way to to scratch it. So I'm just trying to to maneuver and and get new faces and and new people exposed to the game. And and maybe you build a, uh, a long-term lifelong fan from there. That's such a cool way that you worded that, you know, in the summer, we know how much it rains Mm -hmm. afternoon showers. Everybody be like, Oh, you can't have sports, but you can. Yeah. In Tropicana field. Oh, it's, it's thundering. Hey, let's go to Tropicana field. Yeah. Hey, let's get in there. Um, that I, I, I really liked how you worded that. no, it's fantastic. Now you said a thousand per game, correct? That I got that right. A thousand. Yes, per, they'll per be game. offering at least a thousand of the ten dollars tickets for now each in every game. I'm 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 sure that if they're sold out, these they might be saying, "Hmm, it's better to get butts in the seat than not." Right? I mean, right. because once you got them in, Bud Light's there. But wiser and uh, yeah. cores and yeah, you, know. you just upcharge. Hey, we're not we're we're not talking about the cost of concessions here. I'm sure that's that's baked in, and and they've got some formula, and uh, some people get thirsty, know. people get hungry. Hey, yeah. let, let let me get a hot dog. Let me get a chicken tender basket. You know, buffalo. Yeah, exactly for for twenty eight. Um, but whatever. Like the, I I love the the ten dollar thing, and then you also talked about the ballpark pass. Which I think was around like two eighty last time, two seventy for standing room only, correct? But they also have the the pass where you actually do get to have like five hundred dollars in like right. in your account. And then you yeah, there's a lot of different options as well. I mean, they're yeah. definitely making an effort and doing everything they can to uh, to up the attendance. Which speaking of that, so seventeen thousand seven hundred eighty one this past year. Do you think? that attendance will go up or down from that number in 2024. Yeah, I have, I can, I say four words. Yes, you can say four words. Just don't make them all four letter words. (laughs) Wander Franco, Tyler glass now. Yeah. And you you might want to add Isak Paredes and Randy Rosarena to the list. Based on some of the rumor mongering that we're hearing, there might not be a Randy land in 2024 or maybe in Seattle or Toronto. There Uh, may be a Randy land, but maybe not in St. Petersburg. We've talked about that. We, you know, it's, I think it's silly to, to even consider trading Randy right now, not only because he's a tremendous player, but the fan favorite and the financial gain that we saw with our own eyes, that all of those, uh, people came there for Randy land and they expanded Randy land to another section. So like they can't tell us that it didn't work when we literally saw it expanded. I, I feel like, I feel yeah. like the Randy rumors are just very unfounded. They're just trying to get some, you know, they'll, they'll listen. Of course it's the race. They'll listen, but yeah, you got to listen to just about anybody and everybody. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's part of the gig there. 
so, so you, based on the four words that you mentioned, you think attendance is going to take a, a slight dive or dip from this past year. It hinges on those. I think, obviously, I, I agree with your your added names, but I think the top two names that it'll hinge on is Tyler Glass now and Wander Franco. Is Wander Franco back? Uh, was he, you know, uh, is are we ever going to talk about him again yeah. as a Ray? Tyler Glass now, is he gone? And then the pieces back, are they exciting pieces? Do they perform really well early? And then that gets people excited. I mean, I think those are the, the two names that will see either an uptick or a downtick. And you could even add, you know, Shane McClanahan and other ancillary True. names to that list as well. Now, maybe working and washing some of that out is we now have a full season of the rules changes to speed the game up. Games are more action packed, more exciting and yet shorter. And that's a good thing at the end of the day. Uh, average game was two hours and 42 minutes. So I think that resonates with people that, hey, I go to the game, I get in the game, I'm going to be out of there under three hours and I can get home on a weeknight, weekend, whatever it may be. And in my whole, I don't have to necessarily build my entire day or weekend around a baseball game. I can kind of, it's it's a good um, good barometer there. The other thing too is that with the news of uh, a stadium, you know, forthcoming in St. Petersburg, I think there's some some built-in and added uh, equity and excitement that okay, I, I'm I can invest in this team going forward, and I'm not going to play boycott or something like that. I think people could put their green skittles on that and their hopes for sure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, speaking of that. Uh, we do want to mention this before uh, moving along here. Uh, score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right this very moment. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, they are the official partner of the NFL. Um, so Ulysses, uh, you expect that attendance will take a little bit of a slide uh, what's your number? What are you throwing out there? Average of 17,000 per game, 16,500, just under 17,000, 17,250. What are you playing with here? I think Wander was a, bit, a very big push. He was a catalyst. I mean, he was on just about every billboard and people were, they had the whole uh, bat giveaway. That's the other thing. Like if you're going to be without Wander and Tyler Glass now, and maybe Randy and maybe Isak and Shane McClanahan, your promotional schedule. I mean, you, you might just want to have a promotional schedule where like you, you just hand a hundred dollar bill to every person that comes to the turnstiles. Like you're going to have to come up with some, some knockdown, exciting and innovative, uh, you know, promo merchandise giveaways, because uh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of war. That's a lot of all-star. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of uh, name brands that could be out of the equation. 
I mean, this just means if all of those names that you mentioned, let's say that there's a there's a fire sale, which is not going to happen, people don't freak out. But let's in the hypothetical of the next 73 seconds. Let's talk about this. Maybe a burn sale, maybe not a fire sale, but a controlled burn sale. I don't know. Come with me. Come with me. It's the fire. And then there's a bunch of flames. Okay, glass now gone. Randy gone. Isak gone. Wander gone. That promotional thing, that just means that Brandon Lau is going to be featured, of course. And you know who else is going to be featured? Hey, Curtis Mean. <laughs> Here's a bobblehead, dude. Junior Camonero. Camonero bobblehead day. Here you go. It's just going to be the, the, the young dudes. It's Siri. Hey, there's a Siri uh, light, lightning bolt tattoo uh, yeah. sticker uh, for, for the kids. Like, that's basically it. You're opening up the 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 door for for me, the Jonathan Aranda uh, wig, which I've given that to mm-hmm. race baseball. I tweeted it out a couple years ago. You're welcome. I don't expect much. I don't expect credit, but we all know that I came out with that. Thank you, race baseball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can. Okay, we might just have to do an episode where we just ping pong back and forth uh, marketing giveaways because I've got some. Uh, percolating in my brain right now so yeah i'm with you i think that uh attendance will take a slight dip just uh because of of all that and again look it's great that the rays had a 30 percent increase in attendance um from the prior year but at the end of the day it still was 27th in all of baseball just ahead of the royals marlins and a's and i'm not even going to get into the wild card attendance thing either but just throwing that out there also though also Let's not forget that this team was unbeatable the 14 times they played at the Trop in the beginning. Yeah. Like, they were incredible at the Trop. So that, if if you sweep the first three games, people are like, oh, let's go yeah. get them. 7-0. Hey, let's go see them. 10 Hey, let's go see them even more. When you're leading off Sports Center and you're the Rays, like, that's going to build uh... – some some pomp and circumstance exactly so that 30 percent increase that seventeen thousand four hundred, whatever it was average per per game that also is um i hate this word buoyed buoyed yeah buoyed that's a good word word. i like it's buoyed by the uh the 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 great start that this team yeah. had. So it's not like you can just like count on that for next year, you know. No, I don't think uh I mean, yeah. The the odds of uh the Rays or any team going 14 and 0, 13 and 0 out the gates are uh, very few and far between for sure. Right. Um I have another question for you. Uh Ulysses, do you believe that Lou Pinella is a Hall of Famer? Should he be in the Hall of Fame? I think so. I think okay. so. I I think, you know, there's the, with the Hall of Fame with with managers, it's a little bit different than with players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you have to be a little bit more into the do. Will people remember you? Will people talk about you? Um, and I, I think it would be ridiculous to say that people are not going to remember Lupinella yeah. uh, as a manager. Uh, it's funny because you talk about um, can you tell the story of baseball without this guy, that guy, the other guy. I find it hard to tell an enthralling story of major league baseball without Lou Pinella in it as a player and 
as a manager, um, as we know, if uh, you've been, if you haven't heard already, uh, Lou Pinella did miss out on the Hall of Fame by just one vote uh, in the contemporary baseball era. Uh, the 16-member committee failed to vote him in, but they voted Jim Leland in, who, you know, had, I would say, a very similar managerial career to Lou Pinella. I think it's kind of hard to uh, discern both of those guys or, or kind of describe uh, this guy is noteworthy, is is a lot more deserving than the other guy. My my feeling is if if they're going to vote Jim Leland in, you have to vote in Lou Pinella in, vice versa. Um, but to my point about telling the the story of baseball with or without Lou Pinella, um, he he provided a lot of a lot of memories. Um, I think yeah. you know we can we can start with the sweet Lou nickname and and some of his tantrums and antics uh as a manager and i think that's probably at the end of the day what maybe uh, hurt him in the eyes of of some of the voting populace but um even beyond that just the fact that he did win a ring with the cincinnati reds he was part of uh, a turnaround with the mariners and setting a record tying 116 game uh, winning season back in 2001. Um, you know, he's got seven trips to the postseason. He's uh, got uh, the, the amount of wins. I mean, pretty much every other manager who has as many wins or slightly more than him are in the Hall of Fame. I, I just don't know what else he would have to do uh, to get in this thing. And and I think it, it probably goes back to the, you know, the entertaining if not uh, maybe off-putting outburst uh, that that some believe that uh, he put forth over the years yeah no and, and there's no barometer it's kind of like uh hey i think this guy's in i think i don't think this guy's in and there were 15 votes so it makes it really difficult you know yeah to to, to get in through this uh, i don't know i feel you know with lupinella i i I grew up watch, uh, you know, hearing my dad talk about Lupinella because of the the whole thing uh, when he came up to bat as a player. Like, you know, they started saying Lou. Like, mm -hmm. I think he was one of the first guys in Major League Baseball that was cheered that way. Yeah. Um, now, now you've heard with Luke Scott and um, a bunch of other dudes that I'm blanking on right now. Um, Euclid, Uke, you know. Yeah. But I think it's Lupinella who started that. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, um, you know, if Dusty Baker gets gets uh, credit for inventing the high five, I think it's pretty cool that Lupinella gets a, uh, should get recognition for for being that way. But, uh, you know, you talk about the the Mariners, the 116. You talk about the ring with, with the Reds. I think it's also pretty cool that a guy from the Tampa Bay region got to, you know, manage... Right. Uh, his hometown team uh, that and and the way that he came to Tampa Bay in a very unique way, which is in a trade. When was yeah. the last time that you saw a manager be traded or be part of a trade? Like that's really cool. So I feel like I hope he gets in next time. I see a lot of people on on the Twitter sphere or the X sphere, um, you know, saying that he should be in. I, I feel yeah. like people do feel like that. So just give it time. But the problem is how much time does he have? Cause this whole post mortem inducting people in the hall of fame. I just feel like that's a little bit of a slap on the face, honestly. Yeah. And I know 
I mean, his health issues and health scares have been uh, very publicly documented. So you would just think that if he's going to get in the Hall of Fame, that it happens when his heart is still ticking for, for lack of a better term there. So, yeah. um, yeah. And, and you know what, it's funny. I, I read up on Lou Pinnell a little bit and, you know, we, we, you know, the outburst and the ejections, I mean, 64 ejections, his career as a manager, um, you know, the, the cap kicking, the base tossing, the getting in the face of uh, the umpires. Um, you know, I read somewhere, I don't know how true or accurate this is, but, you know, working for, some ownership groups um there might have been a little bit of a directive and designation of hey ham it up a little bit if you're going to get ejected if you're going to get upset do something that's going to put your name and put our team in the newspaper and on television and on the highlight or low light reel at the it's yes it is it is sport but it's also entertainment as well and that's the other thing too like he had to work for some difficult difficult ownership groups i mean we can start with steinbrenner but we can also start with uh the owner of of the reds when he was uh the manager there so you know um he 23 seasons as a manager for for five teams like he just and i i know it probably doesn't add a whole bunch of weight but he also had a pretty solid career yeah, as a player uh playing yeah. 18 seasons getting two rings a rookie of the year like when you combine that in an envelop all that baseball career playing managing um I, you know he did some broadcasting did some special advisory role as well like he's a baseball lifer uh for lack of a better term yeah and you said 23 years uh as a manager I just wanted to do a little quick math. You said also 64 ejections. So that's almost like three per yeah. um, three per season, which honestly, I think I undershot that. I would have gotten a yeah. little bit higher than three. Well, I think if, if he's going to get ejected, he's going to make a show of it, which yeah. again, it was probably the thing of like, hey, if you're going to get kicked out of the game, do something outlandish so people are talking about it and they might show up to the next game or games and see, hey, when's the when's uh Lou Pinella gonna you know blow a gasket again and and I know I've been you know kind of um I've kind of put this edict of character clause and what you do on the field and off the field I wouldn't necessarily tie what Lou Pinella did with his you know temper tantrums as a you know character flaw or something like that and if anything I mean we talk about you know making players wait to to get into the hall of fame I mean Lou Pinella's damn 80 years old like he's he's waited long enough i feel like like let's let him in if we're gonna do it let's get a move on it yeah and also uh, with the character class i think ultimately people like this is a sport this is entertainment like these folks are doing this for and for entertainment purposes for us for the audience i've never had any problem with managers going nuts to get ejected i've in Mm -hmm. fact I kind of miss it that the the, yeah. the fact that Kevin Cash is literally Socrates reincarnated with his stoicism. Yeah. Like I need I need fire. I need I need managers to go and say I got a whole stable full of guys who throw ninety eight. Period. I like that. Yeah, I dig that. I want more of that. And I think part of it too is um, you know not just 
hamming it up for the, the pride and happiness of ownership, but also, you know, putting a fire underneath the, the fellow players and coaches of like, Hey, I'm, I'm really going all out for you guys. So, so step it up and elevate your game and yeah. help us try to win down the stretch. But again, I think that's, that's probably a big, at the end of the day, detraction, because you do have, I, you know, I don't have all the, the names of, um, who, who makes up this uh, voting committee, but there's a decent number of former managers, execs and umpires on the list. And, you know, I just think some of those rough ups, um, with umpires and media probably, uh, you know, dissuades thing a little bit, but, um, I mean, I would find it hard to believe that he, I, I would think at some point, at some point he's eventually got to get in and, and just going to get a little bit further. Um, so he's got 1,835 wins of the 16 managers with more wins, 12 already in the hall of fame and uh, three others that are going to be going dusty Baker, Bruce Bochy and uh, Terry Francona, Gene mock. Uh, he's the only one with more wins, not in the hall of fame. Uh, because he had a losing record. Lou Pinella doesn't have a losing record. Uh, 18-35 and 17-13. and 13. So just wanted to throw that out there and, um, you know, not to you know, go too much in on Lou Pinella. Of course, he was the, the manager uh, of the Devil Rays back from 2003 to 2005. But I think the the story of born in Tampa, going to Jesuit High School, University of Tampa, he was really one of the the beginning of a long line of, of talent uh, from the Bay area and more specifically that uh, historic Tampa area as well. So, yeah, no, awesome. And, and hopefully I'm with you. Hopefully one day he gets, uh, he gets inducted while still with us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let us know what you think about uh, Ray's attendance. If you think it'll go up or down in 2024 and Lou Pinella, whether he should or should not be, in the great baseball hall of fame hit it up in the youtube comments and chat in the meantime hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible T-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.